Hey everybody, welcome again to The Tradescast. It's a podcast dedicated to everything in the world of entertainment for your enjoyment. My name is Jeff Bob. And I'm Tom Moss, and this is The Tradescast for the week of February 19th. How are you doing, Jeff? Doing great. Let's get let's get to the really bad news first, Tom. You know, I mean, a lot of people, I think, have been dealing with this, and it's been affecting them a lot. I, I haven't seen it as much on Facebook as I thought I would, but... Uh, we're probably going to see a lot of it. Um, oh no! What's going on? What's what's Big Bang wrong? Theory got got renewed for two more seasons. Oh um, my god! So I thought we were out of the Big Bang Theory uh, era, but uh, we are told that this may be the last two seasons. So twelve seasons in total. But I have to believe that when they get to twelve, um, all those actors recognizing that they can't work anywhere else. Um, and CBS realizing that it's still the the uh, cornerstone to their their entire network. I, I imagine it might go another couple of seasons. <laughs> Jeff, do you think this is something I need to write my senators about? Or I would um, yeah. please go on Facebook as soon as you can and and send post after post after post uh, about calling your senator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I know this is not uh, major news to anybody, and that's fine. I, while I am not a big Bang Theory fan, um, it's not like they're hurting anybody. <laughs> so, no, exactly. Uh, so, you know, hey, that's great. We have a, a, a TV show with a lead actor who's openly gay, and um, no one makes uh, one mention of that. So, you know, um, great. So, but I really wish the show would go away. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, obviously, Trump is the news everyone is making these days, and, and we get that, but here at the, uh, at the Tradescast, it's more about how it affects um, entertainment or the, the information you see on the media. Uh, I know, Tom, that it, it kind of was a, it sent a chill for some people that Trump um, said aloud, which he, the thing he has thought since he was a child, which is that the, um, the media is uh, the enemy of the public. I think what he really means is just do what I tell you to do and do it, say what I said, unless yeah. I said it wrong. Um, and if not, you're poopy. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I tend to not scare. I tend to not scare on these things as much as um, you know. If I disagree with stuff Congress is doing, I find that much more scary than what a little child kind of shouts out all the time. Yeah, but this is a child. little 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 child that is the. Uh, I, I I agree with you that he's that he's stunted and immature. But this is this is a, a little child with a, a lot of power and a lot of people uh, around him. That I mean, I don't think he's the the brightest bulb in the pack, but he's got a lot of people around him that are are plenty smart and know what they're doing. I I am a little chilled by this, Jeff. I mean, this is this is uh, you know classic dictator one hundred and one. Well, you know, you talked about a. Um an editorial that was going to run that at first didn't run and then did run. And uh, while, yes, I do, I recognize that a lot of people are nervous that they're looking ahead and, and they, they see this world where no newspapers exist. I mean, in that Breitbart and Fox are the only people who are providing information. But so far, every time they squeeze like this, it, it, it's like trying to squeeze uh, Jello. You, you squeeze it, and then just a bunch comes shooting out in different directions. And and every time I see this, uh, you know, potential clampdown, what I see is so many people screaming. 
then more information comes out than before. There's yeah, more I mean, leaks in this White House than any leaks than anyone's ever yeah. seen. Um, and and I'm seeing more people push toward this. Um, and and you've talked about it. Stephen Colbert is one of these people, but we'll get to him in a second. But Tom, don't you see more people fighting against this and than um, and and getting away with fighting it than um, they want? Uh, Jeff, I, I, this has been a, a time of, of, of real whiplash for me because uh, one minute I am in utter despair and think the um, you know the uh, democracy is circling the drain, and the next minute I see exactly what you're talking about that uh, you know there's many many more Americans that uh, did not vote for him than did, and that uh, unlike uh, Russia after the Cold War, we have um, very strong institutions from churches to um, the whole array of the media. Uh, so I'm, I'm not as panicked as maybe some of my um, some of my brethren, my comrades might be. Um, but I do think that it's, it's uh, something we need to be vigilant about. And Jeff, I think too, uh, we need to start, stop shorthanding um, and or, or, or using the, the the vocabulary that he's using, it's not the media that is um, that is at fault. It is some aspects of the media that I would absolutely agree are um, you know salacious and at fault for spreading you know fake news or, or some facsimile. But it's the the journalists, it's investigative journalism that uh, that we have to think about and and protect as uh, um, as as strongly as we would want to protect the Second Amendment. I think we need to protect the First Amendment. Yeah, and, and but again, Tom, I don't see anybody putting a muzzle yet on the Washington Post and the New York Times, which are doing a, a, a lot of investigative work here, and and they're not going. In, to my knowledge, they're not going anywhere. I know they've I, been I, labeled I, as failing, but I don't think they're going. In, I don't well, I mean, that's the sad thing, Jeff. They, they, he's not wrong. I mean, they are failing. Their profits are down. Uh, the subscribers are up. I mean, that's something to rejoice, but. But uh, the newspaper industry is not not in a good place right now, um, and so when I'm whiplashed to uh, the, the 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 darker end of my spectrum, I worry about um, some friendly oligarch, some friendly Trump oligarch, uh, taking over the, the the big news media players and um, turning them into lifestyle and entertainment uh, outlets, which you know would be. Uh, a problem, and I'm not. I'm not trying to, to catastrophize, but again, this is how it has happened elsewhere, and it's just something I really think we need to be vigilant about and take seriously. Right, and and I will. I will slightly uh, disagree with you. You you countered yourself right there. You said that um, it, that they're failing because their profits are down. Their profits are down um, dramatically. They are making a profit. So. Um, People forget that, that newspapers used to make a ridiculous amount of profit. Now, lots of them make just a little profit. But I think that it, it took a decade to figure out how to turn a profit. Um, and again, I'm not talking about small newspapers. Small newspapers are still doing fine. Small weeklies, rural uh, dailies, they're all doing fine. But um, but major newspapers are learning how to slowly turn a small profit. So don't give up on them just yet, okay? Oh, um, oh, dude, I am not giving, dude. I just called you dude. Uh, I'm I'm not giving up on them. I I have three. Uh, I subscribe to three papers uh, and 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 several more outlets. So I I am um, I'm not giving up on them. They're still here. But and, I'm and, just and, I I just will, will say again. It's just something we absolutely need to be vigilant about. I have great faith in democracy and great faith in the media, but um, it can be undermined, and we just have to be careful. 
it can, but I'm telling you, like the little Jello um, analogy I chose, that uh, it, you're what you're saying is that people are getting angry, or what you're seeing is that people are getting angry, and with that, you are seeing more people pay attention to news. You're seeing more online views. You're seeing more. I mean, heck, you're seeing more Saturday Night Live watching than you've seen in 30 years. I'm not saying that's news, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, and I do. So, and, and Stephen Colbert, may, this may have saved his show. Would you <laughs> very not, true. Would you agree that maybe what he's doing right now um, is is shifting his show and making it more popular again? Um, just like uh, Trump wants to be Trump, I think Colbert is now finally being Colbert and or finding out who Colbert actually was in the first place or is in the first place. So yes, it's been uh, uh, interesting. I've, I've, I, I, I was with him very early on and then just kind of drifted away. I've been back this week and um, he's, he's, he's strong and he's taking it to Trump unapologetically. So I think that is going to differentiate him from Fallon. And he caught Fallon, didn't he? Isn't he, isn't he uh, neck and neck? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of one is one is coming slightly back down to earth and one is boosting up a little bit. And I just think, um, again, it just shows you that people are interested um, to a certain extent in this stuff. You're right. I mean, we're going to have to see where we are two, three, four years from now. Um, but right now, this is something people are interested in. And I think it's actually, I know everyone's spelling doom and gloom for news, you can certainly spell doom and gloom for the environment, but not, but the news, I think, um, I think it, it's still going to be okay. We're, we're going to keep watching, but I think it's going to be okay. Um, you know, I um, I want to just mention we're, we're not going to really talk about the uh, Oscars too much until uh, the week after they're over. Um, but you know, there's been this concerted effort, this shift in the last couple of years after realizing that they had just kind of gotten off path or never quite gotten on path with modern films and films by uh, more diverse groups. And um, people are looking at, you know, a little bit last year and this year. Do you think this is a, a true trend, a true change, um, where we're seeing more people of color and I think more women and I, I think we're seeing a little bit more diversity um, and maybe even higher quality in, all, in the overall choices do you think that they have kind of righted the ship? Um, it's 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 hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I think for this year, it's been an, an impressive list. It's been great to see Moonlight uh, talked about as a uh, true contender, which is a very serious film and a, a film about African-American uh, topic. Um, uh, or, uh, and, and, and it's been good to see uh, Hidden Figures and Fences uh, in that list as well. So... Uh, yes. So the short answer is yes. Now, what I don't know, and I think what will be um, um, apparent or, or more apparent over the next couple of years, is whether this is, um, I don't know if the right terminology is overcorrection, or if this is a response to uh, uh, the, 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 the situation from a couple of years ago, uh, or if this is real and lasting. So we'll see. I mean, a lot will depend on um, what movies get released in the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to know if um, if it is just the movies that got released. But I'm hoping that, you know, and this is like the la-la effect, which is that supposedly in the next couple of years there's going to be uh, um, more musicals released by major studios than there have been really since the era of musicals started to die. Um, and so you'd like to think that 
that works for a variety of films. If you're seeing high-quality, lower-budget films or films with people of color or films where are uh, made by women or more about serious issues for women, and they do well both at the box office and um, at the Oscars, then maybe it is a trend. And that would be great. I mean, I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, I, 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 just as a shorthand, just to jump to it, do, do you think that La La Land is just a juggernaut that can't be beat, that it just it started to peak at the right time and it's just unstoppable for Best Picture? I hope not. Um, I think it's a, a fine movie. I don't think it's the best movie of the year. I don't think it's. Um, um, I don't think it's the best movie of a few years. I think it's uh, thoroughly enjoyable. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Um, glad it got made. Um, but if you gave me, and I know there's plenty of other movies that are that are of high quality too. But if my choices were La La Land and Moonlight, there would be no question. Right, and I think that uh, I think that you probably would would get a really tight race, um, as it's been shown by other awards, you know, among the critics. Um, but one was just such a small film and one has become such a phenomenon. Um, it, it's often hard to beat the phenomenon. Yeah, so, no, that's true. Uh, I mean, to answer your question, I, 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 I think it, it might be unstoppable. And, um, I think that's a shame. Uh, I'm okay with I'm okay with either one, and and what I like seeing though is that we're seeing some young new directors um, that are doing well, which is great. Um, it's nice to see that you know a mix of the young and old there. Uh, speaking of old, I cannot believe this may actually happen, but Tom, there is talk that um, American Idol would somehow you know bowed out. I guess I'm not going to use the word gracefully, but you know it was only <laughs> a couple of years after it probably should have quit that it finally yeah. did, and now um, networks, including, of course, NBC, which, again, uh, only accidentally finds good ideas um, that are new, may take it up again. Um, I, I guess I could argue both sides of this. On the one hand, it's not that expensive a show, um, so even though the ratings were dropping dramatically, you could still make money off it. On the other hand, it was dying for about three to four years before they finally pulled the plug. So why in the world would somebody bring it back? Well, first of all, it's NBC, right? So um, yeah, that's I know. one what reason. Yeah, I a sad answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, and, and Jeff, what are they buying? They're buying the brand, right? I mean, that's, I mean, you could come up with this concept and others have. I mean, it's a, a singing contest, so you could, you could do it from the ground up, but they're, they're most interested in the brand. Um, is the brand worth it and, and can it be, um, sustained for a few more years? I, I don't care, but I'm certainly not the demographic that they're shooting for. Uh, I don't know if, um, if there are enough millennials that care. Maybe there are. Um, are do millennials even watch TV? I don't even know who the audience is. I, I don't either. I guess they just figure if you know they have you know if the voice is a hit, I guess they figure they can maybe just do the magic again. But I think when a brand has failed, then the brand is actually worse than coming up with your own idea. Um, you know, I'm afraid that what people think of is American Idol as yeah, that was good for its time, and now it's over. So I just think it's a mistake. Um, I think you'd be better off making the same show with a new name, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But but obviously we'll see. So I wanted to talk about the box office for a minute um, because there's something that's important that's happening, um, and that is The Great Wall. Now, The Great Wall is one of these films where I'm sure if you were 
not really following the box office and you saw commercials for this thing, you thought, what is this movie? Why does this look like a big budget movie that I don't want to see, that nobody in America would want to see this film? Why is Matt Damon in this film? What is going on with this film? Um, But it's important for a couple of reasons. It It is a product of China shot entirely in English. Um, with an American star by a major Chinese director, Zhang Yimou. Um, now, the movie's not doing well with critics, and it is not going to do well in this country. It, it looks like it's going to make uh, $20 million this weekend. Um, I, don't, I think it's going to drop off quick from a number that's not very high. It's getting killed by the competition out there. Um, but the movie's already grossed coming up on $200 million in China. Now, the movie costs $150 million to make, so I don't know how much money it's going to make back. But, but Tom, don't you think this is, again, another signal that China is just now, I mean, clearly the number two player in films in the world, but vying for something even bigger than that? I mean, they're making an English-language film that's $150 million. That's a, that's a bold move, is it not? Uh, yeah, this, this movie has already grossed $171 million in China, $225 million worldwide. Jeff, it opened on, uh, this weekend to $6.8 million on Friday. It is by all accounts a flop in the, in the States. And you know what? It doesn't matter. So we've seen this, um, we've seen this coming. Uh, we've seen heroes in action movies, uh, start to be, um, Chinese, uh, Chinese actors. Uh, we've seen movies that are uh, obviously being being um, made to appeal to a worldwide audience with little regard to uh, the American audience. This, I think, is taking it to the next level. Uh, I'm not surprised, and I think we've got a lot more of this to come. And, Jeff, my question to you is, what does this bode for the American film industry? It's a good question. I don't think that it's going to necessarily... Um damaged the American film industry in any major way. It has made a shift already, which is that um, American-made films have to think about the Chinese market all the time now. But I I do think that in the next few years, we're going to see films made here in Hollywood, in America, that may have an eye toward China and the United States equally, if not China even first. But also, if, if China can make a film that does this well in China, that actually is a hit in America, why won't they make a dozen of them? You know what I mean? I, t- so, I absolutely know what you mean. Uh, and they, could so, actually, they could actually come in and that and push, you know, and, and make competition against the American market. I think that would be great for us as viewers. You know, the uh, we, we can't can't say that there isn't a worldwide film industry in, 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 uh, in, in a lot of countries that are doing really great work and that show up in America often. Um, but it's also indisputable But for the last, mm, what, 100 years or so, there's been a hegemony of the American film industry that has been pushing out Western films to uh, the rest of the world. And, um, and it's interesting to think, and I want to, you know, I don't want to put too, too fine a point on this, because I'm not saying this is happening today or tomorrow, but, um, we may be losing our grip, uh, by we, I mean, the American film industry may be losing its grip a bit. And so, uh, if China can do this, um, can Russia do it? Can, um, Scandinavia do it in any sort of serious way? Um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Russia is making a great movie right now called Trump, but um, 
<laughs> no, I mean, we're, we're just going to have to see. But I, to me, it's all good because anybody who pushes everyone to make better films, um, that's what I that's what I want. So whether it's Netflix or the Chinese film market, and again, I'm not saying this is this ended up not being a good film, but they had a good filmmaker in charge. So it's not always going to work. But anything that pushes um, the market to make better quality um, entertainment for us. I say more more power to them. So um, interesting too to, to think about yeah. where the um, uh, where the investment for films come, where the where the money is, and so um, you know who's uh, who who are the who are the funders. That's another thing that we should probably look into sometime. Yeah, better not to think about that, Tom. It's <laughs> probably scarier than we want to know. <laughs> um, well, award season is finally coming to a a close. Um, and the Oscars will be on soon enough, and then we'll be able to talk about the Oscars and um, who are the winners and who are the losers and who we think will be the winner in the long run. So we'll be checking that out. We'll be looking at some of the uh, other TV shows that are making inroads and making hits and some of the uh, you know new season um, of TV show replacements, what's coming down the pike, and everything else in the world of entertainment for your enjoyment. So for Tom, I'm Jeff. Have a great day. 